Inspired to, uh, as you know, everything is subversive that I do, pretty much, but not on purpose, but just from positional realities, which we don't tend to um, recognize, even if it's right in front of us. There's something very wrong with that. You know, there's just a, a real. You know, I don't think, and this is you know, kind of based on some trauma last night, you know, in, in a very strange dreams and, and a vision. I really don't think that we see the world we're in and the situation we're in very, very clearly. You know, I mean, I just don't think we can see ourselves or our situation or what earth is or what the stars are, you know, no matter how much education and reading and pondering and philosophizing and, uh, debating and and all the things I still think you know we 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 really just don't see and um well or we tend to fall into this um forgetful thing where where something happens that's traumatic and then we forget about it you know something happens that's traumatic that reveals our world to us that's a revelator that reveals it and then we forget about it some horrible thing, COVID, you know, that people do it and they're trying to kill you and they're looking for billions dead. <laughs> they get stopped by the, by the pure hearts. And, um, right, by prayer, amen. And, uh, and then they forget about it, right? They're acting like nothing ever happened. What do you think of that, Trish? Yeah. What do you think of, the, you know, I mean, what we just went through and, how they're acting like TV, you know, I've been 
realizing if I keep going with this, I'm going to become mentally ill. And then I realized, oh, most people are. Okay, so how can we cure them? And the answer is, well, they have to see what the situation is and acknowledge it in order to be on the way to a cure, to the way to a, a sound mind. You can't have a sound mind if something is happening in front of you and you refuse to acknowledge what it is. Or you have a world that is a certain way and you don't acknowledge what it is. And so, you know, um, so what God does, you know, all the way back through time and uh, when God defines a people, he separates a people in the definition of a people, like like the Israelites, right? They're separated. Now, people would say, well, after all these years, you know, the Israelites, the Jews have intermarried, they've done this, they've done that, many have fallen away, most have from the original faith, and uh, and blah, 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 and they go on. But no, there's still this, um, this you know, the things that happened did happen, um, probably not a good example. Okay, so there are Christians. And there are various Christians in, in, in many different aspects. There's uh, Christians started becoming uh, conflicted with Christmas. And Christmas um, conflicted with, you know, Baal worship and... Um, and you know, Christmas became you know conflicted with uh, what Jeremiah said: don't don't uh, worship uh, and adorn trees, the pagan practice of adorning trees, which became the practice at Christmas. Because what you're saying to God when you do that is you're saying, you know, I hate you. I am in this group over here, the pagan. And so then. The Lord says, well, come out of her and be separate so you're not punished along with all the other iniquities. You know, I mean, when the nukes go off, I'll, you know, take you over here and protect you, whatever. But then you don't know what that means because in the baptism by fire or in uh, in, baptism, in belief, in, in, in knowing, in accepting, in free will acceptance and complete consummation within the Lord, you are separate unto that purpose. And within that, then you're further defined and further separated, i.e. you have a name. You have a purpose. You have, um, you know, a path that's yours. God-ordained. You have a... Um, rank among you know the world of men you know i can say men and women doesn't matter you know i mean the same thing you have a rank among the world of men among the world of human you have a path within the realm of human ordained by god and most people uh have that kind of built in when they're born and even if they stray from the lord or Whatever they think about the Lord, they, they people tend to find their their pathways. 
you know. Now, if it is, you know, uh, we're always talking about those who join the collective and, you know, those pathways are provided, but those, even there, though, whatever the pathway is, whatever whatever it leads to, is kind of preordained in the sense that uh, a person who has a path, usually it's, it's given this path by God, you know, and um, they may have a talent for it. They may, you know, it's a good fit. You know, they, they excel in a certain thing and they go up and a lot of times that just comes from, you know, childhood desires, whatever. But I mean, it's, it's also separation. In other words, you're not everything. You know, you're not, um, you're not a million things. You're not, everything is everything, everyone is everyone. That's what the, uh, the, the satanic aspect uh, of Earth loves to do. You're, everything's everything. It's all, it's all about equity. Everyone's the same. Deep inside, we're all the same. <laughs> no, we're not really the same. Um, you know, we have different experiences and different uh, pathways, different things the Lord wants us to do, but... Uh, one thing is for sure, and, and I understand, you know, let's talk about the inside world here for a while, not the outside. In the inside world of, you know, children of the Most High God, everybody seems to have a uh, a path. And a thing, or God's leading into some kind of revelation. But there's deeper revelations about existence and about um, the heights of heaven and the depths of Satan and the various other dimensions and things that are going on that we can't see. And, you know, the realm of angels and the realm of demons and the realm of all these things that are mentioned and talked about all the time, but we're, we're, we're not... That something happens and then we forget. Something else happens, then we forget. A thing is terrible done to us, and you know a million of us die, but we forget. And we go on. And we go on, you know, as if things are going to be normal again. And so, you know, to that end, I'm, you know... Uh, I just want to get a couple of things about um, uh, you know about separation. So we have you know someone like Moses with a you know with a direct you know edict to lead the people out of Egypt and to the promised land ultimately to lead the people in the desert until that promised land is found. To lead the people and trust in the Lord that they will be delivered. And there were other people. You know, those who were, you know, helping him. No, I don't mean the famous ones, you know, written, but, um, you know, lieutenants and captains and sergeants and organizers and people that could handle the word, could divide the word. And there, there was, you know, the, the, um, um, the whole thing 
for those who are completely absorbed in the Lord and separate unto the Lord and were separate from the slaves in Egypt, separate from the Egyptian religion, separate from the the um, the strange practices of idolatry and paganism and paganism in various state religions and, and country religions. And this idea that this God, this, this Lord, this Lord with the angel of death who does the miracles that finally melts Pharaoh down, separates his people and takes them through the desert as a separate entity. And within, within, there's further separation and further separation. In other words, they, you, 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 you have a certain role to play. Um, maybe you gather water. Maybe you, uh, you know, help out with the first aid. Maybe you have a small group that you're leading. Maybe you take care of children. I, you know, maybe you take care of, uh, you know, pregnant women, whatever. And in this crossing, this hostile, you know, environment. But one thing's for sure, it's the faith that, of course, keeps people going. But then there's another division within. There's always a corruption within. In this case, we have the pagans who don't, did not believe in Yahweh and, and you know, in, in the Hebrew religion, did not believe in the, the God of Abraham, did not believe that they would be able to, you know, and they happen to be the biggest complainers that will we ever have food again? We're going to starve to death. We can't make it. This is a bad thing to do. We should go back and apologize to Pharaoh. Even that. Even that. And it's not surprising that the very same people, through their loud, you know, complaining and ragging and attacking and, you know, whispering, rumors in the background, you know, overthrow Moses. <laughs> and all that stuff led to the, um, uh, the, 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 the building of a golden calf figuring you know, worshiping this golden calf because the the calf the golden calf of course is holy object and you rub the genie and you get you'll get uh you'll get to that promised land all right and besides that you know uh yeah you know we can't just all be just walking and you know bored and this and that at least this way we can party up and so they found a way to uh, have pleasure in the wilderness with the golden calf and of course each other and but it was really all stemming from you know because all of those acts, especially any you know sex acts that have nothing to do with marriage or whatever, really sacraments to a different god, to a different way, to a different path, to a different um, um, expression of existence. And it happens that that expression of existence is incompatible with those led by the Most High God. And so a decision had to be made to eliminate, i.e. separate, 
through the horrible elimination of people that would, because of the fact that they could all perish if they angered Yahweh, if they angered the Most High God with with toleration of um, blasphemous, you know, anti-God practices. So the whole pagan thing being, you know, really Satanism is is a mirror, you know, an opposite mirror up against um, the the religion, if you will, or the the pursuit of the Most High God. It's an opposite, it's an opposite thing. It's the kind of thing where abominations are not called abominations, they're called sacraments, you know, and, you know, you see it in, in, uh, obviously, in modern society, this is where I'm kind of going, but I also have a a warning that the people that are blaspheming God, obviously, you know, don't really believe there is a God there that would punish them. They don't believe that they will reap what they have sown. They don't believe that all of the, um, you know, excesses and, like I say, abomination, desolation, and pure blasphemy of of all that is holy, all common sense, anything that is decent, um, is itself a religion, but it also comes with consequences. And so this idea of looking out over the landscape of human in, say, America, out my window, well, I don't see anyone out there. And in this landscape of human, we look out and, you know, we see that it's a, it's a sea of humanity and they all seem to be worried about something. And, um, you know, some ready for, for war, some saying, let's bring the nuclear, launch nuclear weapons and, you know, riots in the street, kill all the uh, people that don't believe as we do, et cetera, et cetera. You know, complete barbarian, uneducated, low IQ kind of guttural, uh, you know, golden calf stuff. And so that's shining a light, putting pressure on the one thing that Yahweh is doing right now. The one thing he's doing is separating his people. Um, Because not to separate them in the sense of, you know, literal separation where there's no communication, but so that they can speak the oracles of God, to the heathen as warning and and, and also be a, a the only real weather vane. Now the, the point being that the people would be without excuse once, once, well, you want to put in the vernacular as two witnesses, once the two witnesses have, you know, spoken and, and the two witnesses being, you know, many witnesses that will, you know, that will extol the existence of the Most High God. And they will take whatever ridicule, because that's the means. Ridicule is the, 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 the actual force of separation comes through ridicule. Ridicule, I saw it yesterday. I've just got to take it aside here. Just, I've, I've got to uh, digress here. Uh, I, I couldn't handle... Um, Twitter, if you don't see me there, if you listen, I, um, it's not something, well, I could handle it. I mean, there's really no problem and I'm, you know, I can be 
snarky and, you know, I'm, I'm very good at, at wit and comeback lines and that sort of thing. And, you know, getting people to rally, <laughs> but that's not my role in life. That is not the role that the, the most high God has for me. You know, that is, it's, it's not, it's, it's really not dignified, uh, as the Lord would have me have a little bit more of a dignified thing than simply retorting. Although I don't think there's anything wrong with people that are just on Twitter all day long. There are people there putting scriptures up all day long. There are people there, you know, fighting the pagans and, you know, and, and fighting the, uh, you know, the, uh, the, 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 the people who hate God, which is a vast number of people in the United States. Um, as if it's one thing against the other. See, again, blindness completely. Nobody sees where they live. Nobody sees what their role is. Nobody sees what their identity is because bad things happen and then we forget. And what does that do? It wipes the mind of the purpose you might have had. Had you acknowledged that things were happening, then you could actually do an overview and start putting yourself into the equation and find out what it is you're supposed to be doing here. But how can we get there if there's no memory of anything? And, you know, I've just got to try to get to this word. It's, it's not easy to get to. Because, see, we're blind on all sides. We're blind because we can't see ourselves. We're blind because we can't see what this is. We're blind because we don't have a timetable. We're blind because we're not, we don't know what tomorrow brings. We're blind because we don't know what's up, what's down, what's this, what's that. It's just kind of, we just exist day to day now. And that's what trauma-based mind control can do to you. That's what, you know, trauma can do to the population is put them in a, in a state of fight or flight where they, they don't have any idea about what reality is and they don't know their purpose in it. It's all lost. Let's face it. It's lost. The suicides are through the roof. People don't know their purpose. People, they feel overwhelmed. They don't know what to think. It's just washing over. They're trying to get shelter, and hopefully it passes over. And, and it's, it's as bad as the uh, angel of death over Egypt. And yet, you know, and, and they see the millions of deaths and more deaths to come, and they see the, the people putting a target on them and saying, we're coming after you, and we're going to kill you and saying it publicly to applause. And there are very people that are going to be killed in the end also will be applauding the killers who will be killing them. So we really don't, and when that happens, it's we are traumatized, and we really don't are, are not able to just say, well, let's get a prayer going with God, see if we can just stay on that straight thing, because, you know, the, the traumatization is legit the, the 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 flesh is 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 blown apart like a shotgun blowing a you know a watermelon up against the wall that's like where our minds are at there's there, how do you how do you get reality how do, where you know what and the answer is nothing suffer and so that's not the answer we're seeking the, 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 the world is ignorant. The world is a dupe and a fool because they go along 
with all this contradictory stuff, you know, like they attack you and then they say they love you and then, and the people just keep going. But each and every one of them is traumatized. Because when the abuser, them, abuse you and then you go back again or you try to just keep going to work or whatever it is you're doing, you are now wounded mentally, mentally ill. Because you, 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 they keep bludgeoning you and you act like nothing happened. Therefore, you're sick. And someone like that cannot stand in the evil day and they can't help uh, other people. They, can't, they certainly can't um, you know, help to further the kingdom of God or be ambassadors of the Most High God or anything like that. They can't do anything because they're so traumatized from the complete and utter direct attacks, which is on purpose, and also with substances that are trying to, you know, they're trying to inject in us through food, through injections, or other things that will eradicate the God gene from our from our brains. Actually, Department of Defense, there's a the video on it where they're going over it, and they just want to get rid of that that God gene that radicalizes people. No, it's totally radical to even to believe that you're being led by God and that you hear from God. That that's considered to them to be mental illness. That has to be eradicated, and your your children need to tell on you, so then they can take them into the transgender program and fix them up real nice. And uh, it, it's it's on it, it, it. How could and you tell me how can anyone cope with that? Anyone. How can anyone have a straight sentence? A straight line of thought. And the answer is, thankfully, separation. That the Lord, when he separates us, he's healing us. He said, come out of her, my people. You know, don't be hanging around. The whole thing is contradictory because it's based on a mirror system, and a mirror is a contradiction of the thing being reflected, correct? Okay. So so it's never going to work out. So Egypt was never going to work out. The way of the golden calf was never going to work out, because it would bring the wrath of God in the end of the whole program. So God, in the end, really did matter in terms of the world. So... Subsequently and consequently, all they think about all day long, these people, the Klaus Schwabs of the world, the Hararis and all the rest of them, how can we eradicate the world of God? Because that's the real threat. I mean, a pure-hearted child of God is, is a very dangerous weapon and must be disavowed of that uh, particular uh, thing somehow. So let's just have unbridled, uh, let's make it legal to have pedophilia so the adults can traumatize the children and force them into heinous acts which will turn them against the Most High God, or whatever. Every single thing, though, is about turning against. What's abortion? Turning against the Most High God. What's paganism? Turning against the Most High God. What's, you know, witchcraft, the biggest growing thing in America? Turning against them. Every single thing is to, to enter into this confusion. And who are the people that are in the spider web? Most people 
I know, I know, I'm raising my voice here. <laughs> Most people are in the spider web. They're caught in that spider web and they're just uh, waiting. You know, they're just basically waiting, um, you know, until that spider's nice and hungry and, and they're all set. The spiders tend to put their meals away and wrap them up. And when they're ready to eat, devour them. And when you're in the spider web, you're all, it's nothing but confu- it's a ball of confusion, isn't it? Most people in the spider web who are caught and trapped, they think they're still free. And they keep going about their routine, going to work, going to this, that, and the other thing. And they don't realize that any second they're going to just turn off the, you know, the markets, turn off the everything, you know, bing. And then they're, they're going to, you know, they, before that, what they want to do is, you know, get rid of God. What, how do you get rid of God? Exactly what is going on is the idea of getting rid of God. That's the whole point. So when you boil it down to that and you see the G20 meeting in Bali, okay? Interestingly enough, I wrote about this uh, a few years ago with a, with a scre- screenplay I was writing called Dragon Island, and I'm, it's just a first draft, and I believe we're going to try to get that one done down the road. But the real villain isn't Satan. It's the G20. It's the, it's the, it's the global governance. It's the, it's the Klaus Schwab. It's the same thing. It's the same en- enemy of humanity. Well, what, what, what is that enemy? Uh, what is the, what, what is it really about? And, you know, I think it was someone, who was it? It was Laura Logan or somebody like that that was saying, you know, the idea is really to, to, to hurt God in you know in getting rid of babies and you know sacrificing children whatever it is it's it's really just you know to to inflict as much uh, the idea of torturing a child would say to inflict as much torture on god as possible or to inflict torture on prisoners or you know inhumanity to man wherever it is around the world it can go all the way to I mean, it can be it's anything you can think of they'll do to each other right because man is a uh, without god is a um, incapacitated uh, if you look at the IQ scores um, and what's happened with the university system uh, as a result of these programs, and they're you know coming out of the Rand Corporation, um, you know the same old you know, you know, Rockefeller Foundation, et cetera, et cetera, Bill Gates. The idea of you know altering their minds is 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 really commensurate with lowering IQ, which they've done across the board to the point now where many of these grad schools cannot test now to get into grad school. We just saw one. It wasn't MIT. It was, it was um, I can't remember, but they've, they've quit testing for grad school. They're saying, oh, well, after COVID, you know, it's, they want to make it. No, the, the, the population is way down in grad school because they can't pass a test anymore, which we told you would happen if they kept on. And it's, it's um, you know, so, so now for kids to graduate high school and the idea of SAT tests or, or law school tests or anything like that, it's, it's out there, but it's dwindling in certain areas. It's being called racist. <laughs> so it's the idea, just let people into grad school, just let them into, uh, you, know, you know, turn it into an abomination. But that's what is actually happening. The, the IQs are, are, you know have imploded on purpose because 
IQ and God go together. Intelligence and the, the, the wisdom and understanding to understand creator, um, signifying intelligence, but also increases intelligence as, you know, people continue down the path. Whatever the God has that's made for them, they continue to potentiate and grow and uh, increase learning, wisdom, IQ, obviously smarts. They're smarter when they're older than they were when they were younger, and uh, it's an increasing kind of uh, understanding about things, and hopefully it leads to an understanding about why we would have a life that is based on so much pain, the idea that you would grow older and get feeble and old and then eventually just die and go into a box. It just sounds horrible. It sounds terrible. So when people feel that way, you know, to me, there's only one place to go, and that's to understand, well, I may not understand everything, but I, I've got to go to the most. I've got to go to the source. I have got to beseech the source to, to, to minister to me. And the way I get ministered to, a lot of time, it's a feeling, not a, not a, it's not really in words. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a, it's a comfort, like the comforter. But Jesus said he'd send it, and I've experienced it many times. Where there is no answer, the idea is to get to the next morning. But this, what I'm talking about today, isn't that. It's, uh, it's, 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 it goes further than that. There's um, a role for each person. There's an identity that we have in Christ that goes beyond earthly matters. That goes you know, beyond uh, the Book of Enoch even. It, it, it it's, um, has to do with who you are in this whole thing. Each person that is a child of God, you know, a servant of the Most High, you know, extension of the Most High, in the Most High, John 17, John 15, John 16, um, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. A royal priesthood. Joint... This is what I like, joint heirs. So you're not off the hook being, you know, you know, being, you know, beating yourself down and being a little tiny, feeble little Christian. There is no such thing. You are in an inverted position because of the mirror aspect. What that means is that you're really the opposite in real. So who are you? Okay, so last night I had this dream where I was, I don't know where I was. It was like I, I may have been on another planet or something. I was just in a strange place where I had to climb up these slats up to a certain entry into a building. And I don't know where the building was. It could have been on Mars for all I know. And there's a huge cobra, king cobra snake that was talking to me right next to me. And he said, you know, I'll protect you as you go up there. So in between the slats that I was trying to climb up, and, it's, and if I fell off those slats, I mean, that's it. You know, there were snakes in there, you know, and, and the, the king cobra was keeping the snakes in until I got up there. And then I, and then as soon as I got through the window into the building, then of course the snake was gone. Uh, no, don't just read the obvious into that. Let's keep going a little bit. 
So when I got in there, it was like there were doors and there was a building. There was like, you know, some understanding I could have about, uh, you know, walls and ceiling and floor, a locked door and then finding a way to unlock it and things like that. And there were other people there. And those people were very, um, they were kind of called their worker bees in a way. They were very, um, you know, kind of nasty and not uncooperative and not helpful. And finally, I just said, well, I just had to surpass them and go look, open my own doors and do my own thing because they were completely, um, you know, just just angry little curmudgeons that were... uh, you know, I don't even know what they're angry about. Well, whatever it was, it had nothing to do with me. You know what I mean? I'm not going to make it have something to do with me. A lot of you look for, the, you know, you see somebody upset and you, you go, oh, I'm sorry. You got to stop that. And so that's from prior abuse you've had. So, so that was, and then it led to deeper and deeper doors or de- de- doors in the other rooms. And finally, there is a room that was like royalty where, there was like brass all over it, you know, and there's like a couple of beds and there was like, you know, gold and brass and different things on the door and on the, you know, the ceiling and different, you know, very ornate, this kind of thing. And this, this you know, it looked like to me, um, well, I thought a lot of things about it, but I did you know, I, I didn't really quite, I, I wasn't trying to understand at this point. I'm just really seeing what it is. And then after the dream, you know, and then I woke up and I was very, you know, I couldn't sleep the rest of the night because this was so strong. And thoughts went through my head like, you know, they're, they want to use me for hybridization because <laughs> they have to look for people, you know, that would fit the bill. So so what lane is it? Then, then there was something else about Purpose or identity and purpose, and what my purpose was, and why it, it turned out I was I was chosen to be in there, it, and it didn't look that way when I'm climbing up from the outside. Like I guess we all feel like we're outsiders, right? Looking in, you know, and until until finally it flips, and it's like, oh, it's the opposite of the way I've been trained. And so, you know, I, I couldn't think much more about it. I, I didn't, um, I, I realized that it was a, a kind of a kind of a lesson of, you know, don't forget your birthright. Don't forget who you are. That's why I was in there. I wasn't in there with the, uh, the, the grumbling, curmudgeon sort of worker bees. I was like, you know, I mean, they left me alone. So I was some kind of, you couldn't mess with me. You know what I mean? I had some kind of rank. And I had an identity. I mean, it may not be a rank like, you know, a sergeant or whatever. That's what man does. He puts little ribbons on each other. Isn't that cute? But anyway, so... Um, and, and then I started thinking about the Book of Enoch, about how the uh, watchers, you know, the fallen ones, would go to Enoch to ask, you know, ask him to ask God to, to forgive them, to let them back in. And God said no. And so there's these kind of rules. And hence, you know, this whole thing about hybridization comes in that then these fallen ones want to hybridize. But they can't just, in order to 
hybridize. They have to find pure blood. They have to find, you know, pure heart. They have to find separated from before birth. They can't just go with, you know what I mean? I mean, it's just a certain thing. It may be down to a, a blood type. It may be down to a bunch of factors. But anyway, one person fits over here, one over there, one over there. Each has, I assure you, their own, you know, whether you woke up at the last minute and repented and, or you were, you know, whether you were, you know, the big high priest of Satan, it really doesn't matter. Each person has their own special place. All that means is you're a prodigal son, which is also a very honored thing, right? It's also royalty. So don't worry about that. But each still has their own place. You know, I'm not the same as that person, or that person's not the same as me, and I'm not the same as you, and you're not the same as that one over there. And, but each one has a certain identity. And that identity uh, fits into the paradigm of this world right now, today. We have a purpose, we have a role, we have a thing here stamped that, you know, the enemy can see that. We're not playing games here. We're not going to lower ourselves to this. You know, I hate the game they try to play. You know, you can do nothing here without, you know, the will of Satan and all that. And, you know, either join or die or all that shit. You know, they, they, all that attempts at intimidation, which has nothing to do with you succeeding at something that, you know, feeding your family is not enough. And most would re realize... Most everyone on earth has to realize that feeding their families is not any act that they've done, but it's some kind of a, an appropriation so that there could be this discussion about who you are. It's got, you know what I mean? So, so all sides are going to make it easy to feed the family, and, you know, until now. But I mean, it's going to be, you know, for people who think that's the end all and be all, well, you know, then that, that does then say something about what God made them to be. You know, if that's the case, that they uh, worship the created rather than the creator, that they worship, you know, the, the, the food on the table is enough for them. You know what I mean? The bank account's enough for them. Rather than what does it mean and who am I in this situation? Who am I in this situation, this, on, this story that's rolling out right now real fast? What was that room that I had seen and was perfectly allowed to go into. No one could stop me from going anywhere I wanted to go. Yet I knew that I was in a very rarefied situation. Like I was almost in, you know, in the temple of the Holy of Holies or something. I was like in that situation and very welcome there. So how did we lose our place and how did we start assimilating with humanity that, you know, that you know, I, one of the reasons that uh, Twitter is, you know, dangerous, one thing is, you know, they can spy on you, obviously. When you write things, they get to know who you are by what you write. So that's one thing. And then, but the other one is everything in Twitter is black or white. <laughs> it's, it's just amazing. There are no shades of gray. There's no, you know, nuance. It's just like, you know, and there's a lot of really stupid people there. 
And all they do all day long is play gotcha games. And this is not, listen, that is not, in in general, not really a career for a child of the Most High God. I, I just don't see it. Because it's, you know, the, the, uh, it's become very clear, you know, that, that God is separating the sheep and the goats, the wheat and the tares, so that it's all seen. And so everything is seen so that people are without excuse when the next thing happens, the next wave. Uh, well, they're planning it, and God's planning it. And so we'll see which one wins, but something's going to, you know, shake everything up and we might die. You know, I mean, it's, it, it's just, it's on that level right now. Life or death. And so what we want to do, if we have to die, we want to die in our identity. You know, die, you're not just knowing, but it's got to be part of the fabric of our DNA, part of the fabric of our existence, that this is where I belong, in the bosom of the Most High, whatever. I am that. I'm that substance of the Most High. That's the substance that I am. And, you know, I have to know that because then I understand that, that giving up this external body is not death at all. It's simply a transition. And that, of course, that, that changes the, uh, the whole equation. You know, here it's all about competition and who's right and who's wrong. We just went through a political, you know, uh, shit show and of, of, of epic proportions. <laughs> You know, of really the, the dumbest, the, the most, um, y- y- you know, embarrassing people on earth being in the limelight. People that you'd almost to save them from just the overall embarrassment of all things. You'd, you'd like to pull them off the stage and just kind of say, hey, what? Just relax, you know. Yeah, but uh, no, they're at it. <laughs> but. This idea of, you know, it's not just like who I am in Christ, you know, I'm, he's, you know, I'm, I'm the fruit, he's the vine, I'm, you know, you know he, he uh, has taken us and into him, and then he is in God, then God is in us, and then we are one. You know, it, 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 you know the kingdom is within. You know, all these clues as to, to our identity, but really, you know, a royal priesthood, joint heirs in Christ, we will be judging the quick and the dead and the angels and everybody else. Uh, you know, I, I like this one even more than the, all that, you know, which is, you know, still human kind of stuff, you know, legs and arms and things. Uh, you know, but beyond that, the tabernacle of the Most High God. So there's no more need for electricity or anything. It's all, it's all contained, which is the most fascinating thing for me of all to, to ponder. It's like pondering the obelisk of Stanley Kubrick, 2000, you know, this obelisk, you know, in space. That's the best the Satanists can come up with, you know, the obelisk. Not calling Stanley a Satanist, I'm just saying that's the kind of a satanic view that was started by Arthur C. Clarke, who was at, at the very least, a, you know, at least a light Luciferian, you know what I mean? And I know that he's probably a, a nice guy and all that, but... Uh, in fact, I'd read a book by Peter Hyams, the, the director, award-winning director that directed 2010, the sequel to 2001. He wrote a book about his conversations back and forth with Arthur C. Clarke. I read it in one day. It was a fascinating book. So I conclude he was a nice guy. But it, it, there's a lot of nice guys and nice things. But, I mean, we're in a, a war for our souls. I mean, this is, this is serious. 
We got to stop this rolling on to the end. Oh, I got to get, oh, it's five. I got to oh, shoot. Let me have a drink. And, okay, tomorrow we'll try again, you know. And um, <laughs> put a lid on it. You know, nobody can take it, the amount of stress that's being, I mean, the amount of stress is the kind of thing that would you know, break a person into, into a million pieces. I mean, I admit that. We all, no one's going to get down on anybody for having a hard time, you know, for being depressed, for being suicidal, for being angry, for being upset. You've been attacked, and you're told that you know your children are targeted. You're targeted. Your 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 job is meaningless. You you have no future, you know, unless you comply with you know, Clown Schwab and his you know, his his bag of tricks of you know globalism and basically sticking your head up your asshole until finally you see Nirvana or whatever. And uh, now what is it? You know, I'm talking now, Vince. Ben's now, he's cuddled up on, on you know, with me. <laughs> Ben's, I'm not going to stop. He, he just, well, it's this breed, you know, which, which is this interesting breed of a of a, an American pit bull terrier and a greyhound. And there's a, these dogs are used for hunting too, and you know, but also other breeds, similar breeds. But it's a very interesting, you know, uh, Dog and and um, quite intelligent, and very uh, very loving, you know, very very, but you know, also needing of discipline, needing of you know, needing to you know, they they, uh, it's hard to really put them in a you know category. You just have to look up if you look up uh, American pit bull. You look up, it's like a they call them a bull, a bull greyhound. A bull greyhound, and um, they're beautiful dogs too. They're they're very kind of elegant in the sense that they're, they're tall, but then they're strong too, like the pits. So you get these qualities. They're not as you know, what is it? Languid is they're not as you know, um, you know, sort of long, I guess, as the greyhound. But they're long for what they are, and. Uh, Anyway, I didn't realize that this hybrid or this uh, this dog, I just thought, you know, when we adopted him from the pound, it was just a mutt, and I realized that this is a very desired... He's not a breed, official breed, but this uh, this hybrid combination is very sought after, and, and, you know, around the world. I didn't know that. So, obviously, he got away from somebody and was caught, you know, wandering, and uh, nobody claimed him, and um, and so that's uh, so yeah, you'd want to have a fenced-in place, right? Which we which we do. Anyway, um, so how does one start? You know, I guess I look at it as like static being thrown at us, so we can't see anything. We got shh, you know, over there, you know, G twenty, you know. You know the, the the schools and you know destroying children. Shh, you know the 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 full push of of uh, authoritarianism from on high to all the different you know countries. Shh, you know new lockdowns are coming, and if any, anyone you know China being the model, they have built all these concentration camps where people have to go and they have this one little plastic container they have to be in, and if they die in there, it becomes a coffin. Shh, 
Have you seen that? Okay, so that's all that being like, you know, you, you know, like you're on death row and you're in prison right now and you're just awaiting, you know, whatever you're doing with your time, you're just free, you're doing nothing because you've been separated from God by them, by mind control, by the, everything, everything they do has only one purpose and that's separating you from God. But the Bible says very clearly, nothing can separate us from the love of God. So why are we allowing it to happen? You know, I mean, I guess that could be the, the next inquiry. The reason we are allowing it to happen is because we're getting bombarded on so many sides. We can't seem to get our bearings. And other people have a lot to do with that, too. They're, they're completely non-functional. And I mean, they're actually going, you know, to the football games and they're all... It's it's quite amazing from what they've said they would do. And I'm going to take a little break here, and I will be back. Um, let's see if I can uh, – well, I'll just have to let this go. Um idea that perhaps God himself would blur the edges of the written word to shake awake the sleeping to the word that already dwells in them. Allocation 
Okay, let's start over. <laughs> Good morning. Uh, greetings in the name of the Most High. How are you? I'm uh, Zeph Daniel here uh, broadcasting uh, about the, I guess, the overview of this situation. Um, yeah, I don't know. Should I call it? Yeah, it's okay. That's a weird anomaly. And um, it's so supernatural. You see, here's the reason for one trying to say this today we are missing the entire thing by getting caught up in you know i i just want to say this accurately you know getting caught up with the with the plans of inferior people you know people that don't know their ass from a hole in the ground people that don't know the, anything about anything people who actually i mean they actually deny that there's a lord they they just think it's a human fantasy and that uh and as soon as um oh thank you okay um and i think a lot of people get this doctrine of separation incorrect it's it you know which is like don't be unequally yoked with uh non-believers and it's it's way more deep than that. It's just not, that's just all surface, uh, you know, static again, you know. Uh, this, it's a fundamental to who you are on this planet here now. What, what are you? You're not like them. You, you, you may be not even having identified yourself because... You get told you're a piece of shit, and then that, that you're royalty, and then you know. So which is it? And then we live in confusion just because of the confusion of the corruption in the so-called churches, which have nothing to do with Jesus and everything to do with the world system and compliance, right? Not everyone, but I mean, most of them are about compliance. They do what they're told. They, Sunday comes. I guess they do their worship on Sunday. And so Sunday comes along and they tell their flocks to stay home because there's a COVID alert. 
and they're getting to roll out another whatever, you know, thing. But, you know, you know who's doing it. You know their names. And you know where they live. And you know who they are. And you know they're on TV. And you know they're in your living room. And they're talking to you. And they're saying what they're going to do to you. And then there's no response. None. Not on Twitter. Few people, a few people say, I, you know, we didn't elect Bill Gates to run the country or Schwab or any of these clowns, which is what they are. Now, God laughs at them because they're so pathetic, but they have power to, you know, to do a lot of damage, to cause a lot of hurt. And then the Lord comes back and he says, hey, listen, don't fear him that can hurt your body. Fear him that can hurt your soul. You know, him that can destroy your body, him that can destroy your soul, that's the one to fear. That's, that's, that's where you have to be mindful. That's where the mind has to go. And I am completely certain that if the mind is there, you know, in the presence of the Most High God, however you get there, I, I don't, you know, God does not require me to do anything to be in his presence. That's a, you know, I don't, I, it's sort of, I think this is true with all people. It's a come-as-you-are policy. You know, in other words, there's no way I can earn being in his presence. I can go pray and fast and look like a holy man and walk around, and you know, that's, those are good things to do, but it's not necessary for me to be in his presence, which I'm in more now than, than probably ever before in my life, in the last 24 hours especially. Why? Because things are getting ready to bust loose here. And I know that some people are thinking, yeah, when they do, finally, there'll be a little bit of clarity. You know, things will bust loose, and it's about time, you know what I mean? And, and people are going to do their best and then sort of die as they, you know, as they uh, try to fight the big beast. Um, yeah, see, that's not good enough for me, because that, that would be a waste of a life. Fear is, I think, the number one problem, and I know they instill it through frequencies, but instilling us with fear, I mean, everything they've done has been for one purpose. Again, to separate us from, the, from our Creator, from our Father, the Most High God, to separate us from the love of God. Every single thing they've done, because that's the only threat. It's not just a threat in this world. It's a threat in the next world and the next one and, you know, the portals and the dimensions and the quantum this and the quantum that. It's all those things they want to do. It's a threat, the Most High God, to all of that, which is basically doing what their loins tell them to do. That's all they really think about and that's all they care about. And then they care about hurting other people as a means to power. And that's basically Satanism 101. So that's basically their deal. Uh, you know, but what the one purpose they do have that has something to do with the most high God, that has something to do with us, that has something to do with reality, is they are supposed to, this is to stop now, they are supposed, they have to do everything they can to, to, to eradicate God and replace God with, you know, either, you know, to, to diminish to uh, do the abomination desolation, i.e. replace God in the Holy of Holies, uh, you know, in the, the heart of religion, a, a new God, uh, you know, Lucifer in the form of, you know, whatever, some man or something, 
right? But in, in the in the holy place of being the you know the world leader of all religions, and and uh, you've seen how pathetic uh, the Pope is, right? Most pathetic, uh, the most separated of God ever, and and God just saying, how long will it take before they notice this guy? You know, before they acknowledge that this is an abomination and should not be there. There should be no one there between, you know, God and man, between Jesus and man. Because Jesus is with me. I don't need someone to interpret Jesus so I can understand. It's not an intellectual exercise. We're talking about the very fabric, the very foundation of being, existence. As in, I was made someone, something, and I exist. So who am I? What am I? What is this? And the answer is uh, very deep because it's deeply rooted in, uh, you, you know, uh, you know, outside of, of time and space and earths and moons and suns and stars. And everything they've done to me my whole life has been to program me to be a certain role you know, to program me to be, you know, the, you know, maybe I play the role of the misfit or the, or this good over here or over there, or I'm assimilating now. And I'm, you know, but, but the one thing is, is, it's, is the, 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 the thing that I may I have an energy and that energy is, is not really compatible with the, the world system energy. So what is that? What, what is that? What is the noun? What is the noun? Give me a noun. Well, we don't have one. But I do know from Revelation and from prophecy that, uh, you know, there's people that are here now or put here and now on, they're supposed to be here at this time. And every one of you has that, that identity waiting to be uncovered, you know, that, that will, 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 will propel you through the rest of this unfettered so you won't be confused anymore, unless they say distracted to the point of, you know, homina, 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 you know, just, just, just about throw your hands up to give up, right? It's just overwhelming. But remember this, these are overwhelming. This is the enemy throwing every single thing that he can think of at you to turn people into these milky toast kind of like, you know, I, God, I, I used to put them on pedestals. I, I used to, th- I used to study them and wonder what was so great about them. And you know, uh, I, I realize now that that I was all wrong. I realize now that they're they never deserved to be there in the first place on a pedestal. The, that the the least among them would end up on that pedestal, not the best. And so God must separate us from that because how can you live in a world of such delusion that nobody knows what's up, what's down, who's good, who's bad, who's right, who's wrong, where there's a path, where to begin the path, where to end the path? Is there someone who's been on the path? Is there anybody that knows anything about anything? The answer is, unfortunately, in this country, one of the curses on this country by God is to erase the minds of everybody so that we're, we're like groveling around in the dark trying to figure out what the fuck happened. 
And that's, um, you know, nobody's fault but ours. It's because we turn, it's not because we took our mind off the Most High, off the, the source of creation, the source of all things, the, the fact that uh, the creation is enough to explain to us what's going on and only a fool would deny it, right? And yet these fools were at the top of our society as politicians and you know, kings and queens. How does that happen? These fools are like at the top of the pop world as singers and influencers to tell us what to think. Focus our minds on you know, uh, whatever, their, whatever their social issues are, their social justice or this or that or whatever it is. Uh, the, the only one that, that uh, you know, is the perfect justice is the Lord, not them. You know, they're programmed, you know, all of them are, you know, total MK Ultra slaves, totally programmed and complete, 100%, no mind. No, no, no. They look in the mirror and there really is no one there. You know why that is a metaphor for the vampires? That they look in the mirror, there's no one there. It's because they went over. It's when you're on that side, when you look in the mirror, there is no one there. You are a collective. You are a com- com- composite of a whole bunch of things. There's no real you. And if you are a performer on the stage, then that's your role. And then you, there are people that make sure you're going to do that. And, and everybody's like codependent on everything. And, and everything is just one big gaggle of pressure, of, you know, people of voices of screaming and yelling and, you know, people trying to ride it, like riding a wave and... All they're doing is riding a wave of delusion and stupidity, you know, and, and, you know, perversion and, you know, inversion, you know, inversion of reality. That's about the best way I could put it. And why are they doing (laughs) this started going on on Twitter. I was there for a little while after Elon Musk got it. And I'm, you know, curious. I went over there to see it's nothing's really changed. And he was selling the check marks, you know, the blue check marks you get. You get a blue check mark if you're like a big mucky, if you're a big, oh, big, yeah, prove you're a Hollywood celebrity, yeah, baby. Ooh, boy, that just makes me sick, huh? And so he would say, well, look, so I'm selling the, the check marks for eight bucks, and eight bucks you get, you know, a few extra features. That's how people would buy them for eight bucks, but, but the people who hate Trump or hate Elon Musk or you know Democrats versus Republicans, uh, you know would buy not wouldn't buy one, and then they're ridiculing people that actually have the check, and making it a thing so that you know putting pressure on each other not to have the check or you're going to be ridiculed. Why do you have that check? You know it's making it like a thing like the mask. I, it's the most uh, most ridiculous, stupid thing I've ever seen. It's. It's so third grade. It's like third grade politics. On you know, it's like we're in the third grade, and you know, it's just like that can be no place for me. I mean, I'm almost going to say that should be no place for the children of the Most High God. And some people say, well, I'm there trying to do good by pretty you know posting scriptures. And I admit it's nice to see a scripture there. It's like an oasis. You know, and, and it's it's good to see scripture wherever I see it, and especially with people that know how to apply it rather than than misunderstand it. But you know, it's not enough. Now, I've, I you know I guarantee that uh, for a person that is, 
you know, I, I'm not even operating like, okay, so for me, it's like, okay, so I'm, you know, prophet in the wilderness wandering around, you know, the, I got my stick and I've got, uh, you know, a sort of a long beard and, you know, I don't know how long much I've got, but I'm just wandering around waiting for, you know, while I'm doing all this other stuff, I'm sort of identifying as, as at least, you know, some kind of, you know, an antenna for the Lord, for the word, because I have got to get to, I, I need to go where the Lord wants us to go right now. I need, we need to get to the bottom of this thing and stop the distractions, stop the overwhelm, stop the, you know, the, 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 the getting hit from a million different places at once. I mean, you know, yes, they, they, uh, there's bad people here. They're, 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 Earth dwellers, earth worshippers. They just, they just basically, this is, this is all there is to them. And they just met in Bali, which now takes Bali off my list of destinations because the head of Bali is nothing but a t- tin pot dictator. So I don't care anymore. It's just it was just a shishi thing, made shishi by you know rich travel agents. So to hell with it. You know, I, I, brothers and sisters there, I, I feel sorry for you. But then again, look at what we've got. Feel sorry for me, too. But the G20 is there, and you had, for the first time, Klaus the Clown Schwab, all wearing these same colored, you know, shirts to show that they were honchos at the W. And they, what did they do? They sat there, this idiot Schwab, who can't write, he can't talk, he can't do anything, lecturing again with this thing about supply chains and we have to work together to cooperate to make a new world or blah, blah, blah. The same speech he's been giving for 35, 40 years. And they're lapping it up saying, we promise to go lockstep next time and go full military. Like they're now promising to go full-on military lockdown and force jabs. And that's, you know, and you know what happens in your system when you get the jab. You start growing these proteins, start growing these, I don't know, plastic wires and you're, you know, clogging up your veins and they eventually kill you. I mean, you know, it's, it's, uh, and, and of course, bringing back euthanasia, which is coming, you know, into Sweden and going to be, in, you know, that's going to be the new thing they're going to do is, is uh, you know have euthanasia centers for the elderly and for anyone else who wants to try it, uh, you, you know where they can take masses of people and just start you know getting rid of them. You've got the the sad guru out there who's got nothing to do with gurus from India, nothing, zero, nothing to do with the Vedas, nothing to do with Hinduism. It's just all an act. This guy's out of central casting. He knows nothing. He speaks nothing. He is he is just an actor. And all he does is re-kindle re, uh, Schwab's words and Harari's words, you know, the people trying to rule the planet when nobody elected them. And, and his, but, but see, there's no wisdom. In other words, the aphorism, the things that he says are the, the quotes of Sadhguru, all of them are inane. None of them have anything to do with any kind of reality, even Eastern philosophy, Nothing. It's okay, something like this the other day, it's like, 
it's much better not to make your mind up about a thing, but, but, but uh, it's a beautiful thing to live in confusion, he said. And all the followers went, uh-huh, 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 just like Rajneesh, you know, they're just in, in a cult, you know. And the guy just has nothing but gibberish from what, all day long. I mean, you can, you can just slam the guy all day long, as I was doing on Twitter. You can slam him all day long. Every single thing he says leaves lots of room to to just you look at it and, and you know you know and, and basically you can see where he's going. He believes there's too many people on the planet and the planet needs to be depopulated. That's his whole, his whole thing, and he he believes that you know if uh, the the that new farming practices and everything can be put into place, then everybody can have food to eat and it will be a, everyone will have equity and fairness and you know all that shit. And that's not what the rulers want. That's what they want you to believe on your way to the gas chamber, basically. And, you know, I just can't even believe anybody takes this guy seriously, but they do. And, you know, at least with Rajneesh, the guy had wise sayings. He really did. And other gurus I've known of, you know, wise sayings here and there. And like if you read the Upanishads, there's a lot of wise sayings in the Upanishads. And just because somebody comes from India does not make them any kind of guru. And a guru is supposed to be, you know, this guy says he's a yogi. Okay, so yoga. And everything that, you know, I, would pra- I want everyone on the planet to practice yoga. And it's like, he's not practicing yoga. He's basically dictating, you know, mind control to get people to adopt this idea of not coming to conclusions, number one. Not thinking you know anything. Not uh, expecting to be, you know, moving on from your death onto something else, maybe something better, you know, uh, and, and all this. So he said, I'm very concerned about depopulation. I say, well, Sadhguru, here it is. If you're go- so concerned, go ahead and kill yourself, but leave me alone. You know, go ahead and euthanize yourself if that's, you know, but he's pushing all of this depopulation for everybody else. Of course, not himself. He's a king. He sets himself up like a king and all the people just simply follow. A lot of his dialectic is putting people down in, the, in a way of, um, you know, taking conventional wisdom, putting that down, right, common sense, and then saying, much better to live in bliss and confusion. You know, ignorance is bliss. It's, it's basically what it comes down to. You know, don't make up your mind about anything. Right, so they can shape it. So they can get you ready for the things that no one would ever accept. His job is to soften up the battlefield, to get everybody to to not make their minds up about God, about uh, time, about space, about the planet, about anything. Let them fill your mind with there's too many people and we all have to do our duty to depopulate. And, and you know, it, it's, uh, it's on. I mean, this guy is vying to be the spiritual leader. I mean, I know he's probably just you know, just hungry for money, you know, just like a greedy little pig. But he ha- he is about as close to God. Yeah, I, I, well, he isn't. I mean, he is not, at least the gurus used to think they were like God on earth. You know what I mean? He's got nothing to do with God. Nothing to do with, um, you know, God, common sense. Um, you know, it, he's always trying to say, like, be the... Uh, you know, contrarian, you know, say the opposite of the whatever conventional was, like I said, and then get you to say, oh, that's right, that's stupid. I've, 
I should want to be here now and live now. And look at me, I'm always in bliss. I'm blissed all day long. I'm just so blissed. It's, I can't believe how bliss, it's just bliss everywhere. And, you know, I want that too. I want that bliss. Well, just, you know, it, it, you know hang around and, and let us fill your mind with, you know, other kinds of things to think about in other ways. And just start exploring your life and, ex- you know, explore your desires or your this or your that. There's nothing wrong now. It's all okay. And so it's kind of like, do what thou wilt. So you got a little bit of that, uh, you know, sort of a black magic aspect. Satanism aspect. Uh, do what thou wilt aspect. Worship man aspect. And while well, at the same time, the people he works for are all about the elimination of man. And the elimination of all men, of all women, of all children. And the, the encapsulating that all, all that in the laboratory with DNA, and they'll decide who's going to be born and who, who won't. They'll just cut that right off from God, thinking now we're really hurting God. Or saying, you know, well, Zeph, where's your God now, Zeph? Where's your God now? Oh, don't worry about it. He's right here watching you in your living room, in your kitchen, with that bottle of milk, pouring that milk, looking at your stupid kids, wondering if they're ever going to get smart and get off those smart tablets, uh, being unhappy in your marriage, uh, having to go out and do your little uh, you know, gig as a, what, what are you, a public defender? And you, know, and you hate all the people you have to represent. And you basically hate everything, but you're just a flaming communist and you just, you know, a flaming God-hater, a flaming liberal. So you hate everything that has to do with, you know, a white male talking about God. It's so toxic. Oh, my God, I can't stand it anymore and put all your anger on me because you, your life is a complete failure because you're unhappy. Right, and they programmed you to think if you could just get rid of the bad guys, then you'd be happy. A ruse. That means you're always going to be happy because you know what? They're not going to get rid of anybody. Everything that bothers you is going to be even more amplified as time goes on. And I know how that is. I feel like you're nothing and nowhere and a piece of shit and you should never have been bored. Oh, I know that so well. Thank you to all my teachers. Oh, yes. I know about that one. And, uh, you know, they, they have no end of it. You know, there's no end of that sort of thing going on on, on the planet. I mean, now they're making it a, you know, a thing with the blue checks. If you got a blue check, you're, you know, some sort of pariah. You know, I mean, they need to riot against you. It's, it's, it's literally... The things I've seen lately, the Lord's let me see deep, deeply, even more deeply into the depths of Satan, into the depths of evil. I've seen all the way even further than the destruction of innocence, further than that, and further than that even. And um, there is one reason, I think, why there is a... And, and a lot of this doesn't have anything to do with us. I mean... You know, God and Satan, you know, that whole relationship there is uh, basically something that, you know, uh, if you look at Job, I mean, you know, it's, Job was in this sort of Job simulation, you know, <laughs> and they're messing with him, you know, and Job doesn't know it, you know, because he's, he's, you know, just like people here, they're being messed with, but they don't understand, you know, they don't understand that, uh, 
you're part of an experiment, you know, part of a, an experiment that's going on at, at, at non-human levels or ultra-human levels or beyond human levels. And that it's got nothing to do with you, what you like or dislike. It's just going on. And unfortunately, you know, suffering is being, you know, meted out. And, you know, blessings are meted out. Not as much as suffering, though. And uh, that suffering, though, doesn't mean anything. Don't let your friends tell you, oh, you're suffering. You must be doing it wrong. You know, I've had so many people, they email me and they finally give up. You know, the, the churchians, they finally give up on me. They finally can't stand it. They, they, what they want is the same thing Sadhguru wants. They want you to flush, you know, being born again to them means flushing your mind of everything that happened before, you know, being a dumpster baby and, you know, being, you know, being, uh, having a rough time and having this and having that and blah, 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 blah. All this horrible stuff that happens, you know, and then, you know, being a survivor and then being born again. And for, so forget all that nasty stuff that happened and all those experiences, you know, now you're in Christ, a, a servant of Christ, and you need to do those works like Paul and go out there and do them. And it's like, wait a second now. I'm doing them. It's just that you don't recognize it. You want a certain kind of thing done because you're the dictator. You're the dictator, and now you're the accuser. Uh, not a role I'd want, but I mean, that's what you want us to do. You want us to do these kind of cliched things that you read about in the Bible, and you think that's, you know, constitutes a real, you know, putting all that stuff behind you. I guess in Paul's case, all the guilt of all the debauchery and the, you know, killing and the perversion, and, you know, to now he's a wash clean and he's, you know, got a new life going, an ambassador in, in bonds for Christ. And uh, going to spread it, the word far and wide, the gospel, and you know, be the real leader and example of the what, what should be done. And the answer to that is, um, yes, Paul's made some great contributions, but you know, it's that's not the end of God's reach. God's very complex; He has a lot of things going on, a lot of things that are convicting. And one of them is about the identity in God. And who we really are in, in the Lord, and, and, and you know, finding this out, and when we find that out, you know that that causes a huge change within us because now we, we see that all the things that we were told our whole life were lies. Everything, you know, like what kind of people we are, what kind of kids we were, what kind of this, what kind of that, pretty much all lies. In the end, you know, we realize our souls are completely not only intact, but I mean, you know, you, you know, are, are, are powerful. And we realize that uh, God is more powerful than what's in the world today. I mean, obviously. So he's obviously allowing this to go on for a purpose. So if that's true, why don't I be calm in Christ and my identity, my identity being, you know, a, a, a chosen being that was made for him, and for, you know, the purpose of creator, for whatever reason, I'm going to find out. And, you know, perhaps I'm even fulfilling that purpose right now, this very second. And, you know, and, and because I'm not confused by all the goings-on. No, no, I see it very clearly. I was uh, taken off-world here, and I was uh, in another realm, and I was completely in command you know, almost like uh, 
you know, not quite like a boss, but just in command of the situation. And, you know, it wasn't like here where I'm, you know, where, you know, bullies run things and, uh, you know, they they keep telling you things that aren't true about your person. If you're, if you, you know, they keep, they keep, you know, calling you mentally ill or they call you this, that, whatever it is, they call people for, you know, they want you basically to conform to them and you can do lip service with Jesus, but don't make it real and then they'll leave you alone, you know. But I mean, that, that whole thing, because the whole purpose of this world is just one. The entire purpose of Klaus Schwab and his funny little friends, you know, what are they, the, uh, the, you know, the, uh, the seven dwarfs or whatever, and his little friends and all the you know, rich people gathering around him because, they, they, because the riches have really atrophied their brains. They don't know anything about you know, life, about wisdom, about anything. They know nothing. All they know is their balance sheet and their, you know, their portfolio, you know, numbers going up and down, and, and, and they know they have power because of it, but they don't know, you know, uh, like something like, you know, you look at the creation, you realize there's design. They, they couldn't, that's like, oh, how do you know that? I did, you know, they couldn't get to that point. And yet they run the world, yet they have no knowledge of what reality is. Well, I don't expect that world would go very long. Right, because what do they decide to do once they get control of the world? They want to destroy themselves, humanity. That's their goal. Uh, This is not an intelligent person. This is is not... uh, Listen, I'm going to play Satan. Let me show you how it's done, okay? And you can all, you know, I don't don't think... I don't recommend you to do this at home. So, okay, so I've got this domain and, you know, it's all, you know, people, well, I've got people kind of where I want them right now in a sense of, you know, trembling in fear and confusion. But what I'm going to do is this, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to open the doors to temptations. I'm going to get rid of Klaus Schwab and all those people, you know, know, muzzle them because they're not worth listening. I mean, they, they just talk in circles and they... You know, basically obey us and everything will be okay. You know, tired of hearing that, right? Boom, gone. Okay, so all of these avenues then, uh, all these open permissions, all these, kind of like what we're doing in the United States with the, with the uh, you know, LGBTQ movement, you know, just it's a big rush to be, you know, not, not just gay. Gay is boring. You got to be much more than that. So those doors are open, but it's all temptation. Like if you come here and deal with this, and, you know, let us change you and let us have you. It's, you know, you have a bright future ahead. So the United States has put all of the resources of the United States just yesterday toward transgender development and, and uh, emancipation. In fact, San Francisco is offering a $1,200 a month stipend to all transgenders. Not the homeless in the street, not the drug addicts, not the poor people, transgenders. Okay, so that's the big push of the UN right now. And um, I know that it's 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 almost like kind of silly in a way, but it's it's sort of like the temptation that you will get anything you want if you let us have you and let us do what we want to you. 
uh, is, is what has reeled them in from the very beginning. Temptation, except temptation doesn't always lead to victory. This is the mystery of iniquity. The mystery of iniquity states that if you join the collective, right, the collective, you know, well, they know if you remember or not, you know, you don't, you walk around in circles and they're just poking at you and laughing, you're laughing stock of them. <laughs> but, okay, so the, so the collective, let's just call it that, you know, the collective club. And, uh, you know, and, and if you join, you, you know, we have the collective, you know, you will have riches, you'll have your heart's desire. You know what I mean? You'll, you know, and everyone that comes in will have that. And then all of a sudden, that got shut down. Then we had the authoritarian thing. is We've done this, this game long enough. We really need to eradicate people because what they realized is, there were more and more separate people, people separated by God, who were seeing what was going on and were speaking truth to power and slowing them down and putting a cut, you know, so they decided, well, we, gotta, we have to start going on the war path now. We have to start forcing these people to comply. We have to force them to take the, we have to force them to take the mark. We have to force them to be the abomination of desolation. We have to force them. So that's what you had with the lockdowns and all that, the forcing. If they wanted to get it done more quickly, they would do just what they're doing in San Francisco, offering money to people that would comply. They know that transgenders will comply with the world's with the B system. So there's, you know, they're basically buying souls in that case. They know that um they know that I mean I feel bad for, you know, but people long to have an identity, and they'll give you an identity, you know, for a price. And you know, but now they're even offering to give you one for for you know, and pay you to do it. And I think I think th- that aspect is really the the very satanic aspect. That aspect tends to work, but bludgeoning people tends to wake people up. Hurting people tends to wake people up. And I know that they love to hurt people to get power. But it also tends to wake people up. And when people wake up and pray, and people wake up and pray and do, and people wake up and pray and scream, or whatever they are led to do through prayer, through connection, through a constant, uh, you know, total connection with the world that we not only belong in, but we rule over, which is we actually rule over everything. So you're looking at usurpers now. They don't belong to be king. They don't belong. They're not supposed to be king or queen or dictate to anybody what to do. And, you know, they don't have the capacity and wisdom. They don't have the, you know, they, again, they had a system going where they used temptation to get people in. And it worked very well. I mean, it was pretty much the whole world. But it wasn't enough. So they couldn't complete their task. And they actually failed before the, the, their their God, which is no God at all, you know. And they, they they'll deny that that God even exists, you know. Even though they they then they'll wink and they'll say, "Oh, but he does." <laughs> and um, you know, so so that's what you, you're not, you're not dealing with anything that's intelligent. You're dealing with people that they they just want some you know shelter. They join whatever. Okay, I'll do it. 
you know, I'll fix the ballots, I'll lie at the, you know, grand jury, I'll do this, I'll do whatever you want. And they promise protection, they promise a life. And that is the way that, that, that Satan can win. Satan cannot win by just going to war. You know, Satan cannot win by just bombing people. And, uh, you know, I, I understand the Satan thing, you know, on the earth is the punishment, really, is to have, you know, Satan. But, you know, in the return of Christ, which is, is you know, imminent, Satan's tied to the, you know, bottomless pit for, you know, a thousand-year reign of, you know, the restoration of truth, justice, et cetera, et cetera, before it morphs and it, before we realize... Hey, wait a second. We don't need planets, and we don't need Earths, and we don't need oceans. We don't need any of this. It's that's right. That's absolutely right. But I mean, you know, right now you're kind of addicted to it, but we don't need it. It's not necessary. In fact, it prevents expansion and understanding of how all things work. We have our own little compartment. Anyway, just back back to this identity thing. Not to be confused with Christian identity or any of those other identity words when people use identity and they'd say it's racist all that. No, I don't mean Christian identity. I mean identity as who an individual is and what God why why did God make a human in the first place? And when he made human did he make humans for some purpose? Or are humans just uh, useless eaters on the planet that need to be cleaned off? That's what they say. And the answer is, and what they're afraid of, is that, uh, you know, God is in, in all these people that are created and they have purpose. Now, they may not manifest that purpose during their lifetime. They may be in kind of a huddle of darkness where, you know, in the end they just, you know, sort of die and, you know, another generation comes in and, you know, they're suffering now too and all that. Um so it behooves us to 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 you know kind of get this over with, and in the end, we know that the entire system that we have here of suffering is you know destroyed by you know the the one that uh, everything was created through comes back and everything is destroyed through in the same way, the alpha and the omega. You know everything is destroyed. The world system is is destroyed. Yeah, the wicked get have have their you know you know eat their lunch, and basically, um, you know, it's not that when you bring into theocracy, it's not a theocracy; it's a reality. You know, inverted world like this that's based on backwardsness is not a reality. It is an inversion. It is not real. It is a simulation. It is fake, but it is part of the fall of man. As part of the of the overall plan of God of redemption. That's really what this is all about, redemption. And when I find out that I am, you know, you know, I am who I am in God, and even if the world can't see it, it doesn't matter, I know. And therefore I can hold my head up and I can walk with purpose because it doesn't matter what they think of me. You know, it doesn't matter what they think, you know, they, they, they go by, you know, how, what's in your bank account or what you've done here or what you've done there or who you are in the, the social climbing, uh, you, know, uh, you know, adventure of, 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 of stupid people. They just, you know, need to have some way of 
pinning you into their collective. And you say, I'm not in, in your collective. I'm just, you know, a sojourner, man. I'm just here, a stranger in a strange land, making my way through, and I'm, I'm being a conduit of God for, for whoever will listen. Now, why would it be better with God? <laughs> Said all the words before was wars. and Well, you know, I, I don't think that... that uh, People in their fallen state had really had the capacity to follow God, but you know they tried in times past. You know, and it turned into wars and turned into you know the whole thing about patriarchy. It turned into something that could be easily criticized, dismissed. But now we're a rudderless ship. There is no moral. There's no everything is okay. Everything is everything, baby. You know that's what that's what you know. Do what thou wilt, whatever you desire, and that's basically the satanic way. So. We understand where that leads. You know, it leads to destruction and has always in the past. I think Mel Gibson did his movie Apocalypto trying to warn about what happens when, you know, the decadent class takes over and they, you know, start doing sacrifice after sacrifice because they're not getting their way. And, um, you know, right now we're in a real, real, real kind of like hair trigger state of being. Well, we have the new hair trigger thing. We've got... Uh, the economy, the global economy, we've got the threat of more you know, diseases and lockdowns where you're going to have the military involved in actually locking people down in concentration camps and the whole bit. You know, the, 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 what the powers that be want to do, they are at war with, with basically humanity. In other words, all but the elites. The elites are safe, a safe harbor, but everyone else is the enemy. And that's how they see the world. And everyone else, what they have what they don't have, their land, their this, that, whatever they've worked for, it belongs to them. And that's, of course, ridiculous. Uh, you know, it's, it's not only untenable, but, it, it, you know, God would never sustain a world with only them in it, right? There'd be no reason. There actually is no reason. There's no reason for people that are not redeemed in Christ there's no reason for them to live on, actually. It's, it's a, uh, since God won't support the world they're in, you know, since they don't acknowledge the Most High God, what would be the purpose of God in keeping them going? Well, I know he put a mark on Cain, but Cain also knew there was God. He, that's a little different. But I'm talking about at this stage of history. What would be the purpose, um, you know, of, uh, of, of sustaining those who not only deny but are at war with they're at war with God, but then they say there is no God. So they're at war with people that that believe in God, and that's you know, so they don't get caught thinking, having anyone think that they believe in God. They all believe in God. All the elites believe in God. They're terrified of God. They don't want God to strike. They want to get rid of the God people. They want to have their own world and do their own thing. And then the lower ones, you know, the people that have the money and you know, go to football games and things like that. They uh, uh, they don't know what they think. They can't really see that it's a war against God. They just know that uh, if they're too godly, they'll be singled out as insane, and and you know, and and, uh, and the psychi- psychiatrist will be sicked on them. So okay, so who we are? So the point of that is, when all this fit is hitting the shan you know, we're able to, to stand up and, and thrive. We're able to go 
you know, just like preaching this word here about, you know, who we are, meaning we are more than conquerors in Christ. You know, we are more than, uh, you, you know, we're, we're more than, than what meets the eye. We are the, pretty much the opposite of what they say about us here. But nevertheless, we are here to take command. We are here to take command. And uh, we do not really acknowledge, or I don't really acknowledge their command, because to, 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 to be a commander means to command respect. And it's hard to look around the world at uh, the various leaders and, and have, maybe there's fear, yes. But respect, you know, as we, we've had before with leaders, but now you look around and you realize there's not much to respect that when people just break the law, they do whatever they want to do anyway, and the people be damned. When people take on that attitude, there's not much to respect there, correct? And so, but respectability will obviously reign. You know, leadership is needed. And, you know, people just need to realize that uh, there's been very little prophecy lately, too. I mean, I could think people that, that this is a time where all prophecies are true. Peace, war, destruction, you know, it, it just, it's, it's a jumble, you know, and people don't say anything because time is flowing by so fast and nobody can do that prophecy war thing the way we used to do it. Remember in, in the, uh, in the early 2000s, there were the prophecy wars and who is right, who's wrong. <laughs> oh man, you know, the silly, silly stuff. I wonder out of all those people back then on the radio, who was really a real in Christ and who wasn't. I know that a lot of the people on the radio were were not true blue, you know, and uh, they were just worlders, you know, typical people. There's, you know, not to condemn them or anything, but I mean, they weren't, they, they were selling you on this idea they were hearing from God and doing what God wants to do or something. But they were just basically trying to make the, 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 the internet and the shortwave and that whole thing into kind of a some sort of you know business for themselves. But they lost the big picture. The big picture is who are you right now? It doesn't matter whether you do whether you accomplish anything for the rest of your life and, or you accomplish many things. It, it, none of that matters. So who are you right now? Strip it all away. Are you somebody in God? Would God look at you and say, I know who you are. Come here, son, or come here, daughter. I know you. I give you strength for you to go out and, and do the things I want you to do, which is just basically do what's in you to do. You know what I mean? The talents that God has given you, obviously he gave you to use, but you can't use them if you allow them to dictate your mental state or your self-view uh, the only way you could use your gifts is to, to keep your eyes on the Lord and say, you know, he, he made me magnificent to do this and to do that, so I'm gonna, that's what I'm going to do. And I said one thing to somebody. I said, you know, so we're talking about self-esteem, and I, and I was saying, you know, it's, uh, you know, really, it, it doesn't matter what you do. As long as your self-esteem does not come from your career, as long as your self-esteem does not come from other people, you're fine. 
you know. When your self-esteem comes from the most high, then you're, you know, always going to be on. You're always going to be consistent. But when it comes from people and from career things, it's very fickle. It's, you have it, you don't have it, you're insecure, you don't, you know, you get beaten down, you get tired, you get depressed. You know, it's, uh, uh, but when, when your esteem comes from the most high, then you can be outrageous. At any time, you know, you just, it's like, what the hell are you, you celebrating about? What do you, what do you get your head up so high about? You've, everything you do fails. What's wrong with you? You know, it's like, no, it doesn't fail. You know, it's just the eye of the beholder, man. I'm doing great. I'm just praising the most high God. And I'm just, you know, singing a song, making my way down the road. And I hope you get a blessing, brother. You know, sorry you're so miserable. You know, next, please. And, um, that empowerment to claim the uh, you know the fact that you were created for a purpose in time such as this that it was all you know you know, prophesied and written that you would be this person and you would do these things and you would say those things and when everybody had frowns on and were all horrible they're down in the dumps you were just shining why. Because there's no reason for us to be upset about anything. Oh, I mean, there's urgency. Please stop, you know, getting further and further evil, society, please. But society has exposed itself. See, the one thing society never wanted to do, they never, ever wanted you to see behind the veil. You know, to the Wizard of Oz back there. They never wanted you to identify what it was that they were involved in or what, what their cult is, what their, what their uh, initiation rites are, what, their, what the, the, the whole veil that's over them and what they're all about. They never wanted you to see that. And so they tried to get rid of God. They tried to get rid of all this stuff. They tried to get rid of anything that would give you discernment to see evil, to see, you know, Satanism, to see you know, the witchcraft, to see, you know, the killings, as, as Kanye, I mean, yay, yay talks about uh, all these people disappearing in Hollywood. It's true. It's, you know, when we're out in L.A., I mean, we're, we're aware of people, every week someone's, you know, comes up missing, you know. That's just the nature of the beast. It's, it's brutal. It's, you know, hardcore, you know, two-fisted Satanism right in your face. And, you know, and, and, you know, there has to be something like that in a state that makes, you know, kiddie porn legal, you know, them doing pornography is, is legal for children, you know, <laughs> and, and all these laws are trying to pass to actually make all that legal. Uh, when they violate the children on that level, I don't think you'll see California functioning too well. God is not mocked. So right now we warn, you know, all of you states that are hurting children, you better stop now or you will regret it. You know, the times will change. But the thing about the people that are perpetrating it right now is, you know, their time is up. The plug is being pulled right now as we speak. You know, they're not able to launch another attack on you because they're going down. And so that's the uh, seems to be the contest right now. You know, it's just a real, a real, um, uh, you know, it's a real knockdown, dragout fight. It's a real war. Anyway, a lot of the problems solved by 
just being that person, you know, having that identity of, you know, Christ made, God made. You're standing on that footing with other people, heroes and other people, and, you know, basically you've, you've done nothing wrong. The only thing they really have against you is that, you know, they, they consider you to be pathetic because you have not achieved in the way a world or achieves, but that's not true. Sometimes God makes that happen just to throw them off balance. But it's got nothing to do with this because achieving here is meaningless. There's no need to achieve, you know, here in the... in, in uh, you know, all things being constant, all things being, you know, taken into account. Building a castle here doesn't make sense, but, you know, laying treasure there, they say, in heaven, but heaven is a big topic. I haven't even broached it yet because it's so huge of a topic. And first of all, the word heaven and some place where people go and hang around and get bored is absolutely wrong. For all intents and purposes, heaven means, you know, that which is not this. <laughs> but it's, you know, I know that's inadequate, but I mean, you know, it's um, breaking down the mind control and some of this stuff is really difficult. You know, the Jesus mind control, the heaven mind control, uh, you know, the, the, the materialistic aspect of things, you know, things like, you know, Christmas. I mean, look what we do with Thanksgiving. It's bad enough, but, um, you know, now you'll see. I think they're going to probably wait until the holidays are just about over to start pulling uh, more of that supply chain down and things like that. And, or maybe they're going to worry about who's going to win the, uh, the, the presidential election. I don't know. I just know that uh, Xi Jinping is not the boss of Biden, even though he is, but he's not our boss. He's not the boss of the Canadian people. Klaus Schwab is not the boss of the world. Bill Gates does not get to, you know, force vaccines on people. These people are not elected, not selected. They have nothing to do with any of these countries. They have nothing to do with, with, with uh, uh, people. And, and, you know, the scientific dictatorship is uh, a dictatorship. So I feel better. When I was coming into this today, I felt, the overwhelm that people feel. I felt uh, they've thrown so many things, you know, that's the people that are confused, it's going to be hard for them to get their bearings, but it's it doesn't take too much to get your eyes on the Lord. A few scriptures, you know, a fasted time, a quiet time, you know, and, you know, focus and... Uh, then you're going to feel really good because, you know, you're fearfully and wonderfully made. You were bored, you were made, God called you, you know, masterpiece. <laughs> That's your identity. I know you wound up here and it's tough, but, you know, it's the end of mind control. You know, you are what you are, and, and anyone can see it. Anyone can see it. Anyone can see it. Okay, here's a here's a song of blast from past, and I will see you guys later. Thanks for stopping in. Thank you for uh, saying hello, and um, uh, there's more to this. Um,
more to this topic coming up. No, not that one. I want this other one. Now this one. <laughs> what, what are you telling me? They lie? What, for money? How much money are you talking about here? <laughs> Once a year, and then you can coast. Yeah, maybe you just coast. 